Thanks, Bill. Good to see you all. Good to be here. Um, and it's great to have Pastor Mitko in Albania uh, here to minister this morning. Uh, pastor Mitko was a pastor for many, many years in Bulgaria, which was part of the former Soviet Union. And uh, uh, um, he and I grew up in the same era. And in that era, the Soviet Union for me was the, the evil empire. And uh, we every uh, day really thought about at any moment they could invade the United States. <clears throat> if you've never seen the movie Red Dawn, <laughs> I think it's Patrick Swayze. That's how we felt, all right? Um, and then suddenly in uh, history, as many of you may know, the Iron Curtain fell, and it turned out, wow, they're just regular people over there. And it's been my honor and privilege to get to know them over the years. We've done a joint mission trip to Turkey, did prayer walking in uh, throughout uh, the nation of Turkey, and they continue to minister in Turkey when they're back in uh, in, in Europe and, um, and minister uh, an online Bulgarian Bible school now. Uh, as well as itinerate uh, throughout the U.S. Minko is um, really well known for his um, uh, unique ability to dig out theological truths from Scripture and um, always comes with a, per- uh, a good, good, powerful, and pertinent word. Would you please welcome our brother Minko? Thank you, Pastor. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, amazing ones. So good to see you again. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Greetings in the name of Jesus. I need to put my alarm clock on because, you know, this is a... uh, I have this problem with Bulgarian preaching <laughs> during the communism for two hours, three sermons. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gadget will help me to navigate through the time. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this wonderful, amazing, supernatural time we can have this morning with the word, with the gospel of Christ in the fellowship of the saints and in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Paul said, let the love of God, the grace of Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit to be with you all. And we receive this morning empowerment and we receive uh, everything required for life and godliness in the fellowship of this amazing grace you have given us. Father, thank you also for this great opportunity. I can see my friends and participate in what you are doing with them and be part of this amazing group of people, radical lovers of God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Well, it's been a uh, tough year and tough season for many of us, but praise God, you know, God has been even to greater challenges, and I read the book and we win, praise God, there is hope for us, you know, 
and uh, the, 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 like the Bible says, the enemy, uh, the enemy mean it for evil, but God mean it for good. Amen. And since everything, these lockdowns, and uh, we were prevented from ministering in the normal way, God opened a new door for us. So our battle, supernatural battle school in Harrisburg opened for online students. And first year, you know, I'm also with Georgian Banoff in Harrisburg. He has a battle school. For the first year, uh, we had 180 students from all over the world, like from Australia. New Zealand, Germany, Europe, amazing, absolutely crazy. You know, it's a, uh, one of the best years actually we had with all these people, so amazing. And then Albana, she's the, you know, my strategy uh, uh, gift, you know, gift of strategies, and she helps me in everything. My wife, I mean, she's uh, next to me in everything, and uh, she decided to open a school, Bible school for, for Bulgaria. And we prayed to the Lord, and He gave us confidence, and actually we had tremendous response because many of the Bulgarian currently uh, spread all, all over Europe and they don't have churches and places to go. Uh, and also for the Bulgarian pastors and leaders, we are equipping the body of Christ and we had 105 people enrolled for first year, you know, which was amazing. And we are graduating next week. Uh, yeah, this week actually, uh, we are graduating all these and many of them already like 60, uh, 60, 70, they enrolled for second year and we will go for, you know, for new students and it's amazing. It's totally amazing how we can equip the body of Christ, you know, even in a crisis, uh, like this. Praise God. So this is a good news. And uh, we're excited to visit the beautiful state of Michigan. That is a compliment from a Floridian. Okay? And uh, we love it. I I'm telling you, I was totally blown away to see some of the shores and the lakes and the sunsets during the summer and how beautiful uh, this state is all around. You know, we have friends. They took us to these hidden beauties in these places. It's amazing. I'm honest with that. We we really love it. it, it it's beautiful and you're blessed. You know, I, I know it's a little cold, but praise God. Praise God. One way or another, uh, there are always benefits of that. Amen. So I have a message uh, uh, which I, I have prepared, you know, and I didn't have any coffee this morning, so I totally rely on the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> So I put a title, Take Courage, Take Courage, Take Heart. want to read the scripture, uh, will be a little longer, but bear with me. This is, uh, we can turn to the book of Acts chapter 27. And uh, the book of Acts chapter 27, don't ask me which verse, I have just the chapter. But it, 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 there is a story, there is an amazing story uh, of uh, uh, it, uh, one of the, the, the things, you know, Paul in his life had to went through. And uh, uh, that was the shipwreck. Uh, he had to suffer. Uh, in his ministry, he had many things to face. He had many challenges to to overcome. And praise God! God gave him power to stay stay strong, to stand strong, and to overcome every challenge he 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 faced. 
It's amazing life of victory. One of his most powerful and, how to say, glorious uh, epistles actually uh, written uh, in a dungeon, in a, in a place like a prison, which was not like our prisons today. It was dark, it was gloomy, it was, uh, you know, stinky. But he got these uh, uh, heavenly perspectives always with him. And this story is not short of that, you know. So let me start reading. Uh, now, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, uh, the author is uh, uh, giving us details of how this uh, shipwreck, you know, uh, took place and how uh, uh, this tremendous, you know, uh, storm uh, overwhelmed them for, for many days. Now, when uh, neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and no small tempest beat on us, listen to this, all hope that we would be saved was finally given up from human perspective. From human perspective, there was nothing in the natural you can sense, you can see, you can uh, uh, just just uh, expect by any kind of appearance that some kind of deliverance, some kind of hope. So finally, after these many days, they got totally exhausted. Uh, 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 you know, they didn't have, uh, they didn't eat food. They were fasting, and the Bible says all hope that we would be saved, was finally given up. Isn't that something? But God, but God, listen what the Bible says. But after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Man, you should have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and uh, incurred this disaster and loss. And now, another translation says, but even now, but even now, I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For dear stood by me, hallelujah, for dear stood by me this night an angel of the Lord to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Don't be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe I believe God that it will be just as, just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. And as they was about to down, Paul implored them all to take food, saying, Today is the 14th day you have waited and continued without food and eaten nothing. Therefore, I urge you to take nourishment, for this is for your survival, since not a hair will fall from the head of any of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them 
all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then they were, listen to this, all encouraged and also took food themselves. Praise God and amen. You see, let me start with this. It is one in the same situation. It is one in the same uh, 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 environment and circumstances, one in the same platform on which all these people stand. And yet we see something here that uh, there are two different perspectives given to them. Well, Paul was alone, you know, against all of them. Uh, the Bible says like 200 and 60, 70 something, you know, people. Wow. 270, that's, you know, a lot of people. But we see two different perspectives. One of them is totally, you know, overwhelmed by the natural and what is taking place in the natural. But the other perspective which we see given on the same platform, in the same situation, in the same circumstances, is totally supernatural light from above, from heaven. You know, God's perspective was downloaded and and, and just released into this situation. Isn't that a wonderful encouragement for all of us, you know, because we are, the Bible says, we are in the world. Amen. We are present in this evil world, but but uh, you see, the Bible says we are not of the world, which means we somehow spiritually, uh, we, we, yes, our citizenship also, you know, we are citizens of heaven. But uh, uh, although physically we are still uh, positioned and grounded in, in this material world, yes, our hearts and our spiritual uh, identity is linked to God, and He is constantly in relationship with us and constantly revealing something and things beyond the frame of this natural world. So my point is, we can be in this world, but we are appointed to live carrying a different point of view, a different perspective, and a different understanding, because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Plus the Bible says, take every thought captive of Christ. Notice that it doesn't say Jesus, the mind of Jesus and every thought captive of, uh, of Jesus, but Christ, which is different. He's the resurrected, ascended Messiah who reigns forever and ever. Name above every name is given to him. And we are related to this lordship, which is definitely giving results and influence into our lives in this present world here on earth right now. And my point is, you see, yes, we are found in a situation which is affecting all of us. But, you know, yet somehow we can carry a different perspective which is not coming and an attitude which is not coming from our own resources and sources, but it is coming from another realm which is called heaven. Amen. The dwelling place of the Most High God. Oh, that's so good. From total hopelessness and despair to confidence and courage from above. Thank you, Lord. 
you see, uh, in the physical, for the natural man, dear one, no sun and stars visible, no signs of hope or improvement. But for the spiritual, even in the darkest hour, the supernatural light of hope available from above. Beautiful. You know what amazes me? Uh, let's talk about the, uh, for a second, for, uh, the birth of Jesus. Do you remember that hour? It is very well described in the Bible. You know, the Gospel of Matthew, but I love the Gospel of Luke, how it, uh, p- puts it, uh, the appearance of the angel announcing the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. Do you, do you remember what hour? Uh, that that took place and and and, and happened. It wasn't at noon time during the day, which will be totally appropriate because Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. So he he could have, uh, uh, you know, by 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 the uh, God's help and power, that birth. Uh, could have been uh, released, you know, exactly at noontime, representing the, the, the shining glory of the one who is the light of the world by himself. But instead of that, what we read in the, in, in the gospel, it was the darkest night of the day. It was, I mean, it was in the midst of the night. Why in the world Jesus will be, uh, uh, Jesus' birth will be, uh, you know, presented in one of the darkest hour during our daytime or 24 hours, whatever. Because it represents that the light of the world, uh, uh, you know, will enter into our darkest, you know, environment and sphere of living and will shine upon us with supernatural light from above and from heaven. You don't need these evidences of stars and sun because these people were looking in the natural. It was so dark, so gloomy. So uh, for for many days, you know, they got acquainted with that darkness and, 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 and totally overwhelmed in such a way that they lost They hope that they will see light again. But light came, praise God, is against all odds or everything, you know. Yet light came during that night with Paul. And, and what an encouragement for us. And Jesus was birthed in an hour like that. But they saw the glory of the Lord, you know, appear to the shepherds. And, and you know, the star uh, leading the wise man. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful because Jesus is our light. It's supernatural. Thank you, Lord. And the next thing which amazes me in this story and then just brought some uh, insight. The, the Lord helped me to see. Uh, Paul says, uh, for dear, for there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve. That's so beautiful, this expression, stood by me, stood by me. I know this was an English song, uh, you know, stay by me, stuff like that. But there is more, because God is always present. God is always with you. One of the greatest promises that he will be with us till the end of the days, praise God. And Paul says, last night. He stood by me. Oh, I'm telling you, if God stands by you, 
Like there was a song, when you enter in the room, everything, uh, when you, when he enters in the room, everything changes. And, and you see, if God stands by you, that is supposed to bring a total difference, you know, like a huge difference in your life. Let me give you an example. Three men in the Old Testament were thrown in the fire furnace. Do, do you remember this? Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, you know, thrown in the fire furnace. And what, what does the Bible says? That they were not alone and because there was a fourth one in the fire walking with them, they not only were loosed by their bonds, you know, and, and, and clothes and everything uh, released, free, but also not affected by the power of fire, had no influence upon them in such a way that when they uh, went out of that, that, that furnace, the Bible says there was not even a smell of smoke upon them. Can you realize if God stands by you, and actually he is in you, it is more than that. You see, but he, he had an appearance of manifestation, you know, I mean, Paul, uh, uh, that night and, and God intervened in the atmosphere. He was, uh, pre- present, presented, you know, and found himself and amazing, totally amazing. But think about these three people, you know, when they were thrown in the fire furnace, the Bible says the people who are responsible in taking care of that got consumed by the fire. The same people who threw them in the fire got consumed. That's how much the fire was intensive. And yet they were not affected because there was a fourth one looking like Jesus in his appearance walking beside them. I'm telling you, if God is beside you, it will bring some change and some some difference in the atmosphere, in the situation, in everything you have found. Praise God. Praise God. Stood by me. <laughs> you see, Daniel was thrown uh, 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 in, in the lion's den. And uh, have you seen these pictures like, oh, you know, presentation that uh, uh, like uh, he's sleeping, like using a lion, like a pillow, you know, and th- that's, that's not the true picture. These animals were not petted that night. They were circling around, upset and angry that day. They they are prevented of their lunch or dinner, whatever. Because Daniel uh, is witnessing that the Lord sent his angel to what? To stop and prevent the mouths of the lions to, to devour me. Isn't that amazing? They were not petted. They were not like, oh, okay, Daniel is here. So good, you know, let's relax and enjoy. No, they were angry and upset. And But the angel of the Lord was by Daniel, beside Daniel, and was preventing these lions from jumping over him and crushing his bones. All night long, he trusted the one who was beside him. Next day, when they threw the, the people who who reported to the king that that plot, you know, against Daniel, they were thrown in the same uh, uh, lions. Then the Bible says, while they were still falling down, the lions jumped in the air and crushed their bones in the air. 
They, yeah, they got so upset, you know, all night long. Their appetite was stirred up. So now they, these people still falling. They jumped and they crushed their bones in there. You, do you see the difference? Hey, come on. We are, we are positioned. We are positioned in this world in a different way. We are peculiar. We are, we are God's property. We are children of the Most High. Thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. That's so good. Uh, uh, you see, I found a scripture. I want to read it for you. This is Titus 2.13. Listen what this is English standard. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify, listen to this, for himself. A people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. The Good News Bible says, people who belong to him alone. Wow. I, I, I saw that. It, it, it's, it's amazing. You see, it's amazing to purify and, re, and redeem people for himself, for his own possession. Wow, we belong to Him. And if we belong to Him, we are supposed always to have God beside us. In every situation and in every season. No matter what is coming, no matter what we'll see, I'm telling you, this will bring difference. Hallelujah. And you see, we serve a living God, not a religious system. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, way better than serving a religious uh, a system or a codex of laws and requirements and, and, and things like that. And it's a living person who holds the whole earth in his hand. Paul says in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God, listen to this, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's one of the most amazing, powerful scriptures in the New Testament. God didn't give something, a thing for you. God gave someone. And this someone is Jesus Christ. And himself is different from something. You see? And this himself, this, 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 this personality, this person, uh, who gave himself for, for us, is supposed to be beside us as he was in the beginning, so he will be till the end. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be afraid. The first proclamation when the angel intervened and, and entered into, into uh, Paul's situation and life and whatever he was found. He was maybe at the bottom of the, the ship. Who knows, you know. But the angel, this magnificent uh, appearance of the angel. Can you imagine glorious light? Uh, he carries the power. He carries the glory of that the, the dimension God leaves. And the first words pronounced over uh, over over Paul because you know they were hungry they were thirsty they were exhausted they were hopeless they were confused you know and the angel comes and 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 
carry, carry this news and this glory and the first words, don't be afraid, Paul. And two times in these scriptures I read, take heart, take courage, again and again, take courage, take heart. Where is this courage coming from? Where is this confidence, this boldness we are clothed with? It comes from the Lord. He is giving us this spirit, the boldness of a lion, the boldness of the righteous. He is giving us, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, uh, uh, he says, uh, clothed with, with, with garments of praise instead of spirit of fainting. Isn't that good? Yeah, you see, God is, uh, uh, God remembers and He knows our structure, our frame, our nature. And yet He is clothing us. He is constantly giving us support from above and, 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 and clothe our, uh, clothe us with, with Himself, you know. So we may endure, we may go victoriously. I, I love this. Just don't be afraid. And, and I really believe this is a message for us. Uh, I listened to a, uh, you know, to, to a preacher, uh, a female preacher recently. Uh, she's from Georgia. And, and she said, God always has a message for us in every situation. He is the word. He is not silent. He is not mute. God is the word. God speaks. And in every situation, he has a message for us. Oh, 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 you know what? I believe, uh, he, he continues to, 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 to carry the good news. Like with Paul, he said, don't be afraid. He didn't say, there is no hope, Paul. Prepare to meet the Lord. No, he said, don't be afraid. You have to go to, to Italy in Rome to see uh, Caesar and to witness and to testify. God has granted you all the people, 270 people, you know, and above that. God granted this crowd, huge crowd to Paul. Their lives were preserved. They, their lives were, were, were saved. They whole, uh, they did a wrong decision. They took a wrong decision, and yet God granted grace to them. You know, most of them were criminals. You, you know that? They, they were criminals carried to be uh, executed maybe or, or, or put in the prison, and God gave them grace of salvation. And not only that, he didn't stop with the ship when they, 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 uh, stepped, they put their feet on the, the land of, uh, this island. Uh, the Bible says, I, I think it was Malta. Uh, you know, the Lord gave the whole island to Paul. He preached the gospel, healed the sick, and converted the whole island. You know, the enemy wanted to destroy that ship and that mission and that heavenly assignment which was on Paul. Do you know that uh, the enemy will try to use stupid people with wrong decisions to destroy God's work? Okay? Why? Because the decision they took and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the captain and, and the, 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 the officer, and they were thinking in a different way. And Paul warned them, I don't see that successful. You know, I see that this is a wrong decision. They didn't listen to Paul. They trusted their own resources. And that was a wrong decision, and that was stupidity, that was stupid. And the enemy immediately took advantage 
And he said, these are weapons and tools in my hand. I can use them to destroy this man, Paul, who is disturbing my kingdom. Not just disturbing, he is bringing it down day after day. And he said, I will take advantage. Okay, but do you know that as long as Paul is in the will of God and is, 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 uh, just obedient to the Lord, he is invincible. He is invincible. And instead of just destroying the, that ship and Paul sinking deep in the ocean, you know what? The whole ship was saved and God didn't stop there. God granted to Paul even that island. Otherwise they would skip the island. Don't you think so? But now this island was invaded by the gospel and they saw the manifestation of the supernatural power of God in biblical proportion. Who praise God? Do you remember that snake which which stuck to, to, to Paul's hand? That was the time. He, the enemy tried one last, uh, you know, uh, stroke. Uh, he was gathering wood and, and put it in the fire. And then that, 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 that uh, uh, poisonous serpent went out, that viper, you know, and stuck to his hand. When he lifted his hand, the, 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 the serpent was hanging uh, on his hand. Do you know that that's very unusual? Let me remind you that that's very unusual for a snake. Snake bites and retreats immediately and waits till the poison takes care of you and then comes to devour you. Uh, the snake knows that it's not uh, good to, to, to hang for, to, to the prey because the prey is still alive and may may do harm to the snake. So that was very demonic, I mean. That was not natural. That snake hang to, to the hand of Paul trying to release the poison because the, 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 the enemy was trying everything to prevent that mission to finish strong. But you know what? Paul already had a messenger. Paul already had a message from the Lord. Paul already had a heavenly conviction and faith released from God. And you know what? He knew he had to appear before Caesar. And the Bible says he shook it off of his hand in the fire. And all the people got convinced that this has to be a man of God. Not, not what they expected, a cruel criminal, you know, punished by God. Isn't that wonderful, powerful message, you know, for us today? Don't be afraid. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You see, you see, you must be brought before Caesar. Do you know that every one of us has a mission? One way or another. Come on, folks. Every one of us is assigned for something. For something specific. Do you know how many people have brought great results and history makers by just witnessing to someone they don't know or, or, or they, they didn't know the results and what the consequences will be? But every one of us has a mission from God. And let me tell you, the storms of the world cannot stop us or prevent us to reign and rule in Christ cannot cancel our heavenly assignment, commission, and call from above. Ooh, praise God. You see, and indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. 
The world is given to us, not to the enemy. The enemy was deprived of its power and its possession. The Bible says that he took captives and he totally uh, 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 spoiled the house of the strong man. I'm talking about Jesus. And now the world doesn't belong to, 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 to whatever, you know, uh, power, worldly power, whatever. All power is given to Jesus. Jesus says, all power is given to me. Go into the whole world. Go to the whole world. Go all over, all over the world and preach the gospel, which means, guys, this world belongs to us, not to the pandemic, not to, to the enemy. The future belongs to us. And we need to be obedient to the Lord and continue to unfold His plans for this earth, even in such a time like this. Because when when the enemy stroke in the Old Testament in the in the face of uh, uh, Haman, Haman, yeah, uh, you know uh, Esther, Esther stories, and uh, she didn't have the boldness to enter. And present herself in the uh, royal room, in the throne room uh, of the king. And she answered Mardukai, uh, this is impossible. Uh, the king uh, uh, has not called me uh, for more than 30 days and no one has the right to appear. But Mardukai said, you need to act. You need to act now. If you stay inactive, if you don't intervene, help, listen to this, help will come from another source, from another place. But you and your household will perish. Wow, isn't that powerful? Then she, she, she appointed this fast for, for three days and then she entered and she obtained grace. She was not inactive. Why? Because sometimes, sometimes, you know, the plans of God will unfold, the, 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 the heavenly assignment for this earth will unfold through the boldness, the courage and faith of people like us who continue to listen and obey God and take courage and take heart. Even in the face of the worst, you know, threats and, and, and things like that. Who praise God. Praise God. You see, uh, uh, this is Paul in 1 Corinthians 3.21. So let no one exult proudly concerning men. This is the Amplified Version. Boasting of having these or that man as a leader. Listen to this. For all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Kephas, which is Peter, or the universe of life, uh, the universe or life or death or the immediate and the threatening present. Come on, folks. The threatening present or the sub- subsequent and uncertain future all are yours, and you are Christ, and Christ is God's. That's so powerful. All things are yours. The present, the future belongs to us, is given to the church, is given to the believers. 
Come on, folks, we need to shake off of this dust, of these uh, serpents trying to slow us down, you know, one way or another, fear. Uh, uh, I know uh, common sense, I, I, I totally understand, but we need to be empowered and equipped. That's why we need to pray to go to our closet and put on the whole armor of God, and then we're coming out equipped and ready to face the challenge, amen? Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So, therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. This is Paul talking to people. Take heart, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. What he has told us and promised. What God has promised and told us in the gospel, that is what is appointed to follow. Amen? And if he has given us these commands, if he has given us these promises and encouragements, we need, just like Paul, to say, I believe it will be just as it was told me, it, it, it was spoken to me. Oh, thank you, Lord. He is faithful. He is faithful. And... Uh, When he had said these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. That's so powerful. I saw something. They were so desperate. They were so, you know, emptied of every hope and and, and confidence. But when Paul appeared... And started speaking to them. Even his words, I believe, were still hanging in the air. And and didn't find the soil to be accepted joyfully, you know. But when he took that bread in his hands, he broke it and gave thanks to the Lord. And started eating before them something through their senses, something through the, the visual, you know, came into them, this confidence, this, this, this encouragement. And, and by eating that food, you know, he invited them to be strengthened and to eat food. They saw, they started seeing beyond the frame of the current moment. They saw them uh, themselves strengthened so they may uh, swim in the water or just fight to make it to the shore and things like that. And they also participated. And I realized something, you know, it was a revelation given to me that for us, uh, the, this bread is in the face of Jesus. Amen. And uh, the Bible speaks of the hidden manna, which means we have food to eat of which the world doesn't know. Okay, so when 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 a season of something similar comes, we always are encouraged from above to to, to not remain uh, empty, hungry, you know, abstinence from from food. The Bible says for more than fourteen days. Come on, folks, that's a long time. Talking to Americans who know that they fridges, uh, you know, midnight snack and all kind of stuff like that. Imagine 14 days and you're awake. And then this man appears, he grabs the, 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 the bread, breaks it and then starts eating. And I realized something. We are the encouragement of the world. The hope for the world lays upon us and is in us. We need to take that heavenly food, the hidden manna of which the world doesn't know and start eating and be strengthened and be 
be encouraged by Jesus, the bread of life. The one who is fed on me will live through me. That's why we continue to believe and exercise communion, you know, uh, uh, every week and uh, as much as possible uh, uh, in our personal time. Because when we take that communion, we get strengthened, we get encouraged, we eat from that bread of life, and the world sees us strong. The, 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 the world sees us confident. The, the world starts seeing hope beyond the current situation, and they follow our example because we are the light of the world, and we are the salt of the world, which means we alone are uh, appointed to be the influence in this world, not the world influencing us. Amen. Oh, praise God. Praise God. And uh, I saw something here. It's nothing is by accident in every story in the Bible, you know, supernaturally. Uh, 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 everything is a, you know, hidden lesson for us, carries a hidden lesson. And the interesting thing here is that it continues to say the 14th day, the 14th day. Do you know that the 14th day is a very uh, biblical date in the Bible, very significant, because usually the Passover meal would take place on the 14th day of the first month, which is Nisan. It was not the 15th, it was not the 13th, it was the 14th day appointed the Lamb of God to be slaughtered and presented His blood, His blood to be presented in the temple and which represents Jesus dying on the cross again as a Passover meal. And for me, this is a hidden lesson for us because that 14th day, the power of, of the 14th day, you know what? Listen to this puts an end and, uh, to your season of absence of food and, and lack of food. You see, the, the Jesus being presented on the cross as a sacrificial lamb. Do you remember Israel going out of Egypt? They had to consume the lamb. That night, when the lamb was slaughtered, they had to consume and, 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 and be fed. The whole family, for, for every family deal was a, a provision, you know, in the face of the lamb. And they had to consume everything and not leave anything. If anything was left, they had to burn it in fire. You see, this is Jesus given for us by God on Calvary. And we have this source of supernatural sustenance and food. And this 14th day puts an end. Once you start, once you, 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 you start, uh, uh, participating and, and, and eating and feasting on Him and receiving, you know, what God has provided, you know what will follow? The old season will expire. I I love the, the I love I love the, the the name of your ministry of your household. You know, it's a new day, and it's a beautiful prophetic proclamation. You know that this new day has always new power for you to carry a new life and new assignments from God, because He always starts to lay, uh, 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 you know, the, this new beginning for us in the face of Jesus who died on the cross. So. 
Are you ready just this morning to, to, to be stirred up on the inside, to shake off a little bit from, from the mantle of whatever the world is trying? You see how the enemy tried to stop Paul? You see how he took advantage? Do you know that the enemy is taking advantage of what is happening in the world? I, I don't want to offend anybody, you know, but as I told you, the enemy is using wrong decisions and things like that, whatever mistakes uh, people make, and, and we are in the same boat. Okay, we, we, we will suffer one way or another, but praise God, we are here to bring change and we are here to put a, a, an end to that story without light, without sun, without stars, whatever. And the one who, who, whom we belong, praise God, and we serve stood. Be, uh, stay, stays beside us, you know, and, and will strengthen us and will give us a fresh kick and fresh assignment, you know, to go back and, and make a way. Make a way where there is no way. Don't be afraid. The, the, the Lord has granted you all the people from the ship and they went on, on the island and you know what happened. That's a beautiful story. I mean, God turned turn that story upside down from gloom and doom to hope and healing and blessing and salvation. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, let us just receive fresh renewal in, in a season like that from the Lord. And let us go back today in our lives, not just with a good sermon, encouraging sermon, whatever, you know, but going back to our closets and face the, the one whose face shine like the sun and receive power and nourishment and encouragement. And then you go back to the world encouraged, fed, sustained by this heavenly bread. And people see you and they see the hope. They see the confidence and they go like, if, if he can, I can do it also. You know, why not? Let us rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the supernatural power of your word. Thank you for carrying this, uh, uh, this seed of life uh, through all the ages and planting it in our midst even this morning. We receive, we believe, and we proclaim new day, breakthrough in the name of Jesus. It is springtime. We declare the power of the 14th day of the death of Jesus over our situations. And we know that you're going to separate the Red Sea before us because the Lamb of God has paid the price for us to make it to the promised land. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Thank you so much. Don't forget to check with the, the table with the products. Uh, Albena, my wife, will be with the products. We have a flash drive uh, on different topics, life, resurrection, glory, five teachings on one a flash drive, put it in your contemporary radio, computer, whatever, and powerful revelations and teachings, books and CDs, which are also very good, and uh, all of them written in English, praise God. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Amen. Pastor Cameron, thank you so much for this great privilege. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> yeah, I... That, that's an excellent word, and uh, you know, in this day, we're we're on the boat with, the, and we're outnumbered, two hundred and seventy-six to one, and it, it would be easy. I'm sure Paul had to deal with the same feelings of, do I stand up and say, do I, uh, what will they think? But that courage that he had to stand up in the midst of the boat, in the midst of the waves, and believe for a different outcome. 
because he knew who was on the boat with him and that uh, not only was the whole ship saved but that 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 the the island nation of Malta was saved and 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 the, the impact it had to all of the families just think about the individuals and the families and, and God's called you likewise to stand up in the midst of the storm because you've had an encounter with your Lord and so each of us is called. Your, 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 your assignment's different than mine, different than Mitko's, but you have an assignment. And we just pray blessing into that. And so whether you're at home watching this on the live stream or here in the room, each and every one of you has an assignment. God wants to save you and give you the courage and the victory, but he also wants to use you to change those around you. And I encourage you to take heart, be bold, take courage. God is with you. Well, uh, you are dismissed. We have our prayer team on the side of the stage to minister to you if you have any specific needs. And we also have prayer available online. You can sign up and our prayer team will con- contact you and pray with you there as well. Otherwise, stand up. Greet one another. God bless you. You are dismissed. And don't forget the media and books. They are great. These are great work for great or devotionals. I've used uh, Mitko's books as uh, morning devotionals. They're, they're quite nice for that.